backtrack a little see the ending of our last uh, episode and it turns out Leela does get chloroformed and then overcome with the struggle Wang Chiang sits down at the table where they had just assembled different weapons like cricket bats and golf clubs and such the doctor comes in from the other room with something to show Leela and sits down next and so and shows he's here right here and looks up oh hello you I see you've let yourself in good um we've been expecting you and then Chiang says oh we've been expecting you um the, he says you have something of mine I want it back I've looked in the bag and the key is not there and where is it he has Mr. Sin um, threatening Leela and um, threatens the doctor, you know, we're going to count to three and give me my, my key back. And he says, oh, if I borrow something of yours, not giving it back, here, let me find it. And starts emptying his pockets, um, offering him jelly babies and such. And then he gets to three and says, oh, all right, yes, here it is. Don't, don't hurt the girl. So. The doctor says um, to call off his dogs or he'll shatter the key. It's like it's crystal. It, it could break into a million pieces. So Chiang tells him to stand down. And the doctor makes a deal that uh, he'll give Wang Chiang the key if, once they're at the house of the dragon. And he says a couple of friends of his are there and he... he wants his friends back out of danger. And that's Wang Tang calling a couple of, of bumbling fools or something. And Why would you care about them? And the doctor says, you wouldn't understand. Uh, in part of the deal, the doctor says that Leela is to remain at the house. So leave her unharmed. They all file out. The doctor makes sure Mr. Sin goes out. And then they leave. Lightfoot and Jago are imprisoned again in the room with the other two uh, drugged girls. They're mentioning how it will be dawn soon and how long they've been there. And Jago is worried that they might do saf uh, sacrifices at dawn or something. And he admits to Lightfoot that he's not the bravest and he's afraid he might fail their side when it comes down to it and Lightfoot says oh no I have he has more faith in me so the doctor has the key and they're back in the hall of the dragon um, he makes fun of the extraction machine says well isn't this where you do all your cooking um, the doctor says well where's your Peking homunculus and uh, Chiang had set him down near the dragon. We saw that, we see that Mr. Sin crawls up inside the dragon. The doctor asked Chiang who he really is. He says, who were you before you became a Chinese god? He 
because I was there in the, the final charge in the Philippines and I saw this and that and this great conflict and Chiang says, well, so you are from, how can you know that? You'd be from the future and in the past and he admits that his name was Magnus Griel. Magnus? Magnum? Magnus. Magnus Griel. And uh, the doctor says, of course, he's, he's a known war criminal from the 51st century. So Griel says, well, you are from the future. And he's unhappy that he's remembered only as a, for his war crimes. Diego and Lightfoot are brought in. Um, they tell the doctor that there are two girls that have been drugged as well. And so the doctor tells them to, they should take the girls with them. Chiang gets very upset. The doctor's taking all this from him and won't give him his key. And Mr. Sin has uh, aimed a weapon through the dragon's eyes and shoots from the dragon. doctor forgets Mr. Chiang's warning of do not look in the eyes of the dragon. Beware the, eyes, Beware of the, the dragon. eyes of the dragon. And he says this as he collapses and falls unconscious. So they, doctor, uh, doctor is dragged out by Lightfoot and Jago, and they're all taken back to the locked in the room. Chiang or Griel fits the key to the cabinet. Um, Outside, we see that Leela has left Lightfoot's house and has sneaked and has uh, tried to sneak into the um, house of the dragon. She's followed them. The doctor awakens, uh, quoting, is he quoting Kipling? No, but He's, something, something similar. Similar, and uh, Lightfoot says Kipling, and he says, I forget what he corrects him to be, though. It's the name of a comic. Um, oh. Harry something, I believe. Um, he awakens and then immediately enlists Lightfoot and Jago to help with into action by moving the unconscious girls um, and awakening them and getting them secured away against the wall and then pulling some stuffing out of some pillows and <coughs> the linen cases so. <coughs> excuse me Back in the Hall of the Dragon, Chang talks to Sin, Doc, Mr. Sin, tells him to come out of there and not be sulking because he wouldn't let him kill the doctor because he wants to get all the knowledge he can from this doctor first. Um, so he's setting up his machine um, for this final extraction to restore him and Leela is quick has snuck into the room with her knife and attacks Griel. But before she can kill him, she is surrounded by the group of the Tong. And first, Griel is going to kill her, and then she says, Oh, no, no, you'll be the first in my, my extraction machine before to be my food for my... Regeneration. So the doctor and uh, Lightfoot and Jago have set up, uh, found a gas main and rigged a gas bomb 
potentially. Um, and she says, well, we can't keep this going, the fumes going for long because, you know, we have to we have to be in this room too. He says, oh, it won't be long before they come to get us because, come, well, they come to us because Griot needs to regenerate himself and he, he'll need the girls for the extraction. Um, <clears throat> doctor tells the girls that, you know, if we do get out of here, you run until you're miles away and don't stop till you're miles away from here. So he lights a fuse and they all kind of cower in the corner waiting and there's an explosion. They uh, go out the doors or part of the wall and manage to get out, killing a couple of the Tong, I think, and guarding the room on, in, on the way. So Greel turns on the machine and he says, Boast to Leela, feel the talons of Wang Chang. Ding, ding, ding. So we hear the title of our story, meaning the that they will rip her apart in the extraction machine. The doctor rushes in at that moment, and I, I don't really see what he does, but he throws something at the machine. Grill. Oh, throws Grill at the machine, and he hits the the switches, and it short circuits and grills and thrown on the ground. Um, he crawly slinks away um, to up behind the dragon. Um, Mr. Sin is still at the laser gun. The Tong come in uh, in the commotion and Mr. Sin is just firing away and happens to actually fire at the Tong and kills the Tong. Um, Griel says, no, no, what are you doing, Mr. Sin? You're, you know, killing my men, my support. But, um, uh, so in this confusion, the doctor, Leela, um, Lightfoot, and Jago uh, are hiding behind a table trying to deal, well, well Griel is trying to deal with them. So that he can get out to get to his machine, his time cabinet, to leave. Um, and uh, Mr. Sin keeps shooting. So Leela sees that there's a gun on the floor that Tong had with them and talks and plans with Jago that he'll be the diversion and she will, because she's faster, run, grab the gun, and then we'll have a weapon to use. So Leela grabs the gun and tries to shoot. Not very well. Um, <laughs> the doctor, so as Leela's shooting towards, well, actually, she looks like she's shooting at the floor, but um, she says, Oh, I've never shot, I'd never fired one of these things before. She's trying to shoot and gives him cover. What she does is cover, gives cover so that Griel can get away from the dragon and get to his cabinet. The doctor warns Greel not to use a cabinet because the Zygma beam is stretched to its limit, and if he uses the cabinet, um, it will they'll he will kill them all. Uh, Mr. Sin is still firing his laser, and he tries to even shoot at Greel, which catches his robes on fire. 
Uh, in that confusion, Leela shoots at the dragon. Doctor gets up and manages to push Greedle away uh, from his time cabinet and into the extractor. Mr. Singh comes down from the dragon and jumps, uh, attacks Leela, jumps on her back. The doctor grabs him and throws him over his head and back onto the ground to smash him. And then grabs a wire out of his back and tells Jago it's his, it was his fuse and he took out the, the power fuse from the humunculus. smoke clears and everything and they're left in the hall of the dragon by themselves and out from the street they hear the call of the muffin man and the doctor says well I think I'll buy you some muffins and they all exit so out on the streets we see them uh, Lightfoot having his muffin um, and uh, Jago and Lightfoot is still trying to explain some manners to Leela um, but when someone offers you one or two, you say one is fine. She says, well, why do you offer me two then? What if I want to? Um, in her simple logic, not understanding the convoluted um, mannerisms that he's trying to teach her, uh, the doctor says, oh, come on now. And uh, they say goodbye into the TARDIS and start to dematerialize. Um, Lightfoot is like, amazed by this dematerialization. I don't know what they're doing. And Jago says, oh, I'm sure it, that's his transport. It's his personal vehicle. And Scotland Yard's giving it to him. And he's not phased by it um, disappearing. And they're standing in front of him. And he turns and says, oh, it's, a, it's magic that even the great Lee Sin Chang, and he points to the poster, would appreciate. It's the same poster that we see in the start of this story. And we end. Do what you think. Well, to quote someone from my high school <clears throat> creative writing class, whenever someone would finish, they asked for feedback and they would often say, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> I'm sure you want more than that, though. Um, I did, I did like the story. I think it, there was a lot of action, a lot of uh, intrigue in the, uh, you know, the foggy streets of the late 19th century or where we are with the mystery at the start, with the missing girls and the echoes of um, Ripper Whitechapel mm-hmm. and um, the, mis- the mysticism of the magic tricks in the theater and of the Orient and... All these elements just really worked together and fed off um, different parts of the story, and then throw the Doctor and Leela in there with the the proper Doctor Lightfoot and the ambitious Mister Jago. Is really a good combination, um, and then they have the mask, and then we also have the masked villain in the sewers that echoing the. Um, Bantam of the operas. It's like you've got all these um, rather gothic, gothic Victorian baddies kind of thrown together. You know, we've got the kind of the shifty uh, 
Chinese magician and then the, the Chinese gangs and you've got the Ripper idea and the Phantom of the Opera idea and oh and then there's the giant rats can't forget the giant rats um, so many things going on but I don't feel like it rambled away too much I mean it dealt with one type of the big issue and, and baddie and then it shifted mm-hmm. part way through of the, what was it, episode four yeah and then we go towards the other side of it the, the phantom of the opera um, joining with the Chinese mysticism as he's Wing Chang and then we find out more about him in the house of the dragon and and all of that um, so but I think everything really flows through well is pretty well connected in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you get some good touches of humor. Yeah, you do. You get some good touches of humor. A little, couple more in this one. Uh, like I said before, as the doctor confronts the, the, the main bad guy, you know, it brings out his flippant yeah. comments. Without a doubt. Uh, that are, are just, one thing I've just really liked about the series Um from the first time I started watching it, you know, um, and yeah. we see that a lot in the protagonists of many stories uh, nowadays, films and other and TV shows and other things too. The, you know, laugh in the face of danger and you know, might or right is might, and you know the good guy will win in the end. But the good guy still has some fun defeating the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> like Die Hard with. Um, you know, John. What's, it, what's his last name? McCain. McCain. I almost said that, and Isn't I thought it, it was wrong. That was but you a, know. Well, that was a vice president, I think. Too. Well, yeah. A candidate. The candidate. Um, but there's that. You know, there's him and uh, just others. There are countless, really. But the, those quips at the bad guy's expense, and it, you know, Doctor Who's no different. But it's. It's very fun to me. Yeah. But I did like the uh, all of the interweaving and and I think you're going one direction, you go a different one, and it, it's some very similar than in a way to a, a home story. In that way, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Shift and turn and. And some of the things that the reader isn't going to know because it's only something Holmes would know. Yeah. Well, that mud you see on his trousers, well, you know, we don't see any mud on his trousers. It's a book. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. The Peking homunculus. Yeah. Really? How were we supposed to know that? That sort of thing. Yeah. What about you? I know you like this story. Oh, yeah. I love this story. It is possibly the most typical or most representative of the fourth Doctor and Leela Mm. for me. It's the one I think of when I think of those two together. Mm -hmm. Well, and you also get a little bit of the... um, 
My Fair Lady thrown in mm-hmm. with, with Lightfoot and, and Leela. It's a very, it's a nice, the, the non-evil threads are, are really just as good. There's that one. Trying to paint almost to him trying to t- teach her. He's very taken with her and very, he, he likes her style, but he knows he should teach her some of his style, you know. Yes. And then there's the, the camaraderie between him and Jago. That's the one of the things I like most about this episode is that you've got this professor, this uh, well-to-do, upper-crust sort of guy mm-hmm. in the professor and a lowbrow theater manager, Cockney probably. Yeah, you know, putting on shows to entertain the, the, the masses of... The, the East End or wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you get those two together playing off of each other and they're hysterical together. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there's some pathos of Lucien Chang and his, his ordeal as mm-hmm. being duped by Wang Chang and doing his dirty work and then being cast aside, essentially, and how he died, dies. Um, and a lot of little um, bits of reference to the time, because, the, you know, the, 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 the Chinese laundry and the opium dens and the, of the time. And they mentioned, they mentioned the... Um, They mentioned one of the one of the wars, but oh, I think that um, Jago and Lightfoot did it. But there's so many little things that you know, if you if you know your history of nineteenth century, you pick up on, you know. And uh, um, I think I forget which one of them. Maybe it's Jago who says "bully for you," you know, mm, the yeah. reference to Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt and everything. So it's just very good on on uh, the the big story and the little stories that go along with it and that support the big story it was all very well put together prop work not so much in this one no to be there, specific for there this were episode. some bad moments yeah <laughs> the matches that didn't work <laughs> Although he handled it really yes, well. They mentioned that, how, how uh, industrious or uh, creative he is. He just, one didn't, one flared up, he just dropped it. The other one, the head came off, he just dropped it. Third time's charm. And lights the fuse, you know. Like, yeah. what else would, would, should the actor do? You know, it really should just keep trying. Instead of saying, oh, it didn't work, and stopping the scene, you know, as maybe some modern actors might do. I don't know. Yeah. It seemed, uh, it seemed the thing to do, you know, you carry on. And made it work. Yep. But there's a uh, scene where they're, when she's firing all over the place, and I, I think they mean to make it look like she's knocked the pot over by firing at it. But Somebody knocked it over anyway. Well, 
Well, I'm more, I mean, I didn't mean that literally, but it happens literally. Yes, you can see them tip it over. Tip it over. And that it's just... Pretty terrible. Yeah, her shooting around everywhere is not good. Though I have to say, the the dragon prop, the, the big golden dragon, mm -hmm. that was a um, laser gun weapon, um, the laser ray coming from it was not great. But it wasn't some neon-colored uh, ray stuck onto the scene like some of them are. Right. Um, it was kind of a, a white light. It's supposed to be like a white light coming from it. And they had it you know, positioned in frame from the eyes and, and coming down at a very sharp at point, you know, which was kind of different, not just a... Same thickness, same, you know, just chunk of lines, you know, kind of bisecting the, the scene, really, is what some of the other ones look like when they try to do that type of thing. But they did um, bring it down to a point like it was aiming at something. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. That's so hard to describe what it's meaning. Um, but I think they did really well with the, the eyes of the dragon, how they were green eyes, jade eyes, I imagine, supposed to be. And... They were like little a ring of lights that would turn on when the laser was active, and then um, you would see that mm -hmm. the enlivened the eyes of the dragon. I thought, and that effect was good. You didn't really see the laser coming from it. It was only on the side view that they'd show like this the white light like pointing out from it. So that wasn't perfect, but I could see where they were going with it. Yeah, but I did like the way they had the the round uh, corona of lights actually inside the eyes. In the eyes. Yeah. the iris. And it would glow and when it was active. That, that looked nice, I thought. Mm -hmm. And even the close-ups of the dragon when uh, Greel is hiding behind one of the flags or whatever it is, uh, part of its body, you see the, the sculpted scales and everything that were all in gold. It looked nice. Yeah, they did a really... Pretty nice job on that giant styrofoam dragon. Yeah. Like I said, you know it had to be styrofoam. But you didn't get too much of a sense that it was. No, and it, it was easy to ignore the fact that it had to be. Yeah, it's not like they lifted anything up, like, you know, trying to fake a big boulder made out of jab light or something. Yeah. No, for once, they did it correctly. One little funny thing that actually was never went in with to uh, Chiang is this never trust a man with dirty fingernails. Because <laughs> Chiang is like he's about to fall apart. Surprised he has fingernails. He looks, you know, like so decrepit from his uh, weakened state in the ring. Mm hmm. Do you have anything more? No, I don't think so. Just it is very, a very enjoyable episode. Recommend. Yeah. Okay. 
Like I said, it's almost a perfect little episode to me. Yeah, there are things about it I, that could have been better. Special effects. Some of the, the special effects. Yeah. Well, special effects and popcorn are the things yeah. we love to hate about Doctor Who. Yeah, they always tend to be the weak spots, don't they? Yeah. But they, they can do so well on some other things, you know. So, I like to mention those too. Like, yeah. you know, the dragon was really good prop work. Pushing the pot over was really bad. You know, so there's good and bad. But yeah. I think story-wise, I'm just so many multiple levels of detail. Um, it, you, it's really a rich story. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that we're only four stories out from Sarah Jane. Uh, Seems yeah. to me like it's been a lot longer. Yeah. Because we had the Deadly Assassin and then three Leela stories. Yeah. I know. And closer and closer to the key to time. We'll yes, be here before we know it. I know. It's the only reason you do the show is so you can get to the point where you can talk about the key to time. <laughs> no. Maybe. But after Legopolis, might lose me. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. We've made it through. Yeah, Some well, you have a lot of the later doctors, no. so that'll be interesting to compare. Anyway, so our next story will be The Horror of Fang Rock. The Horror. The I Horror. Do, I do not remember this one at all, so I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Okay. I, I can't say the same. I don't know that I have seen it, so. Yeah. They have a lot of melodramatic titles in this run of Doctor Who. <laughs> So that's what we will talk about tomorrow. So join us then, and thank you for listening.